right now work from home is the new norm and uh, employee engagement has become an even bigger challenge so what according to you are the top one two or three challenges with engaging employees in a work from home kind of a situation this is the employee engagement podcast hey there i'm shrikant acharya ceo at offineeds.com and on this show i interview seasoned professionals and authors who have a ton of experience with recruiting managing and growing large teams you'll get to learn from them new strategies philosophies case studies and anecdotes that will help you improve employee engagement in your own organization let's get straight into it so the challenges are immense uh, shrikant uh, and they they uh, start right at the top uh, uh, what do i mean by that uh, very clearly the first thing is that uh, the biggest challenge today is to understand what employees are going through Mm, yeah. right because each one of the employees is going through a different experience mm. and uh, at least when they were in the office you had to worry only about the network connectivity or the air conditioning on the floor and some of those transactional items but today you don't know at whose home whose uh, family member is impacted uh, mm. who doesn't have that infrastructure which is supporting remote working uh yeah. who's not able to concentrate on work because of other fam- family uh, responsibilities and so on so so understanding what each of your employees is going through is uh, the biggest challenge so so that's yeah. at the root uh the second uh, big challenge is of course the whole remodeling of work delivery because uh, to be fair uh, one step before uh, engagement would obviously be ensuring at least the uh, bare sustainable level of work is happening and mm. uh, while i know in the last 7 uh, to 9 months uh, organizations have managed to move the needle tremendously on that front but again uh, it's uh, in my view uh, something that has not happened uh, through a um, uh, design framework it's mm-hmm. happened more uh, through a let's uh, adjust and move on uh, approach mm-hmm. which is that right. uh, we were doing it this way we'll just see how it can be done remotely mm-hmm. but versus an approach of and uh, uh, analyzing a process or a deliverable from the ground up and trying to reinvent it given that now it has to be done remotely so there's a difference there subtle difference there if you can uh, follow me yes uh, link to that is also the angle that uh, now the goal posts are changing more frequently for every organization whether it's a e-commerce organization an it organization a retail with the kind of uh, uh, waves we are seeing uh, and the ups and downs Uh, curfews lockdowns the mix of them some territories have it some don't so yeah. it's almost like uh, turning your ships uh, direction every few days uh, to kind of uh, now move in the new uh, desired uh, direction the bigger right. one also when it comes to engagement i'll just take a minute here uh, is that um, when it comes to employees and their comfort with working from home we tend to actually look at the uh, entry level of the base uh, frontline level employees which is mm. a great thing no doubt about it but uh, one level which is getting missed out immensely is the mid level or the manager level where mm. uh, they really have to direct control supervise manage 5 10 15 20 people and now just yeah. imagine uh, what these uh, uh, individuals are going through mm-hmm. in the earlier scenario they could walk down their bay just touch base with each one of them solve their issues right there and then now to give that same instruction to 10 people they have to have 10 different phone calls or try and get all onto a zoom call 
so yeah. uh, engagement therefore has been totally just kind of impacted at all levels uh, given that this such a huge amount of uh, disruption that has happened right right absolutely i think you you nailed it you found the absolute i think the top 3 challenges have uh, well very well been addressed uh, there so i want the i want to request the audience you can now start posting any questions i see mohammad hisham already has a question we'll come to that in a bit so rest of you if you have any questions please start typing it on the comment box if you're on facebook linkedin or youtube we can see your uh, comments right here so in a in a couple of minutes i'm going to start uh, taking those questions uh, before that i want to ask you um, you know employee expectations have also changed right over the uh, probably in the uh, early 2000 or or little before 2000 it was like government jobs are the most secure jobs and things the employee expectations earlier it was ab- absolutely uh, if i get the salary on time it's good right now the expectations are totally totally different right so what what have you seen you, you know, from the time you started recruitment to now what is the what is the change that you see in uh, expectations of employees oh uh, immense change you can't in fact uh, 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 since you know i have followed uh, uh, the uh, economy the development coast the industry uh, over the years um, not only through my own work but even by reading and just generally uh, learning from others uh, i have a very interesting take on this which i'll uh, throw uh, and i'll take it even beyond um, 2000 and earlier uh, because uh, i think that uh, to understand the context was very important for our listeners uh, if you go back to the time when india got independence and uh, thereafter and uh, industry started uh, building up in the nation uh, i think the key word which defined all our great grandparents or great grandparents was uh, really survival right survive so they had to really just find some vocation to manage to get those few uh, uh, meals for the family and that was it that was sustenance and that was their core requirement uh, 1990s uh, liberalization and the indian economy opening up to another different level uh, which brought in the infosys and the wipros uh, yeah. also uh, brought in a whole new culture and a new wave uh, where individuals wanted to then strive uh, so from survive it went to strive and uh, in strive as i'm sure uh, you would have realized it was that whole rush and uh, uh, push for promotions for gains for uh, bigger responsibilities for bigger titles and uh, almost in a sense uh, copying from the west and the mnc culture and uh, wanting to make it uh, the bigger houses the bigger uh, uh, cars and so on and so forth and now in the last few years uh, what we moved on from strive is really to thrive which is mm. what the millennials are doing really aren't they i mean uh, yeah. they want to work on their own terms they want to mm. work where uh, with employ- employers who are concerned about them uh, who treat them as uh, equals in that equation uh, mm. who give them opportunities to uh, be themselves uh, right. who allow them to uh, Uh, not only contribute to the organization but also to society at large and mm. uh, that's the kind of uh, change i have personally observed so today uh, we kind of when you are trying to recruit or we are looking at hiring uh, colleagues for the organization uh, uh, it would be almost uh, difficult to look at four five year horizons Mm. and unless uh, you have a very highly engaged hr engine to make sure that uh, you'll continue to evolve as the employees continue to evolve and right. that's uh, the big change that i'm also 
Right. Absolutely. So we'll we'll come to the technology question now. So tell us about uh, what has changed in technology and how can technology be used to engage employees in a far more efficient manner. So, so uh, like we hinted in the past, in the in the uh, earlier part of this uh, session is that uh, whenever your uh, team is large, whenever your uh, uh, number of touch points are more, uh, it makes sense to integrate technology. And right. uh, the reason for that is that uh, uh, with the technology frameworks, you can actually uh, do what is called mass customization. Mm. So you can mm. differentiate between what uh, Shrikant likes versus what a Vikas likes and uh, address their needs accordingly. And thereby you will uh, build that connect much more deeply. Now, for example, right. uh, one of the uh, organizations where uh, I'm advising as a member of the board is uh, uh, employee engagement uh, uh, platform where uh, the journey is really mapped from the time an employee starts to the time the employee leaves and mm. uh, uh, through signals provided by the employees during that journey uh, the organization and the leaders are able to understand uh, what is working well what is not working right. well uh, mm. what are the interventions required to solve certain issues and that's all possible because you have technology because at the end of the day uh, a manager leading a 10 member team how many conversations can he have? How much out mm. of those conversations can he retain? Mm. How much of uh, that re, uh, action or how many actions can he take on those retained uh, learnings from those conversations? That's always right. Uh, questionable, right? So Absolutely. You have to look at employee engagement with a human touch, but supported by the technology framework because uh, today they are highly robust, highly trustworthy, and uh, highly customizable. So why not? Absolutely. I, I love the term that you use mass customization. Uh, so my correct me if my understanding is correct. It's it's about segmenting the uh, on the basis of people's expectations and basis of people's requirements, basis of people's challenges, kind of segmenting them into different groups and offering solutions to that respective segment instead of just asking everybody to watch a movie on Friday. Exactly. And, uh, right. we, you know, we should learn from uh, great brands like Nike, for example, because this is term which is coming from that industry uh, today uh, on the Nike US website. You can go in and order a sneaker for yourself with the kind of sole you want, the kind of uh, swoosh, mm. swine you want, the laces that you want, the material that right. is to be used. Right. That's mass customization. Right. It's not just Absolutely. going into a store and picking up one design with someone had designed and said that this is great and she can most like mm. it. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. Let's take a few questions from the audience. Now we have uh, uh, Hisham who's asking, how do you handle employee resistance? Resistance in general is one of the factors that affect employee engagement or employee satisfaction. That's a great question because, uh, you know, there, there's always that layer of gap between what the management wants and what the employees perceive it. Right. So how, how what's your take on that? Great question. Uh, I'm sorry. I didn't get the name. Uh, Hisham. Hisham. Mohammed Hisham. Oh, great. So uh, my personal experience is that uh, resistance comes in when there is a lack of communication or trust. Right? And I think you will need to address that first before you can uh, try and address anything else. Because uh, the more you try and uh, uh, keep away from your employees or try and uh, quote the agendas, try and present a different face uh, than what uh, your uh, real intention is, you are going to face resistance. Because uh, let's be honest, today's uh, generation is much smarter than uh, ever before. 
right yeah. uh, they are able to pick up signals uh, they know uh, what's happening before possibly you even discovered it uh, channels of communication informally are so uh, fast that uh, they are able to just kind of make uh, decisions uh, and uh, in their own uh, way make charts in their mind uh, uh, that are maybe colored uh, and therefore it's uh, important for you to try and be more transparent build a connect and you'll see that resistance go down right. and be honest and frank with them at the end of the day uh, everyone is an adult in the workforce uh, the least they expect is honesty and trust and being treated as an equal moment you right. disturb any of these uh, parameters you're bound to face an issue where uh, uh, they will be those satisfied employees we talked about maybe at best but not engaged mm. yeah absolutely i think i think i loved it what you said uh, about building trust and communication first and then uh, being able to expect uh, you know be, being able to expect uh, less resistance or being able to uh, expect quick adaptation of any idea strategies or anything else like that uh, there is another interesting uh, question from gautam who asks uh, what values are most important to you as a leader as a leader personally for me the value and that i would possibly put right up there is uh, uh, transparency and uh, uh, honesty to my colleagues to my team i think nothing uh, beyond that because it all starts from there the rest of them then just follow right right absolutely perfect transparency is something that that i totally resonate with being being as approachable as transparent as possible i think is uh, and right. being humble i think is one of the most uh, important traits that anybody should possess as as a leader uh department how to, okay so ravi kumar is asking a lot of downsizing happening in each department or team how how to overcome this oh so uh, see at the end of the day uh, uh, downsizing i realize in organizations is not uh, uh, the first option ever but uh, unfortunately uh, when times are tough and when the situation is really as dark as it is today uh, often uh, business leaders hr leaders don't have an option mm. but uh, my view uh, before that um, option is exercised i think uh, there are some uh, ways in which uh, uh, or some options which should be on the table which are uh, possibly salary cuts uh, uh, furloughs uh, mm. for uh, for short periods and uh, maybe if at all uh, downsizing has to happen uh, i think organization should also look at uh, uh, seeing in their own uh, professional network uh, uh, whether there are other opportunities or organizations which can uh, pick up these individuals uh, mm -hmm. an outplacement kind of support uh, mm -hmm. as it's called and uh, also uh, very importantly Uh, when things uh, recover and when things get back to normal i think organizations should also somewhere uh, pick up uh, these individuals first proactively reach out and see if they're still available and right. onboard them back uh, uh, before looking at uh, outside fresh talent as they say awesome i think that those are some great ideas clearly words of experience i have a very interesting question that's come here from uh, baskar joshi he says hi because since the since there could be many offers on the table for a deserving candidate what kind of strategies or communication we may involve as a company to ensure or to increase the probability of the candidate joining us after sending the offer it's a very interesting question and i'm really keen to find the answer to that too 
So uh, we did something uh, many years ago uh, in Wipro, which have made a tremendous impact. Uh, uh, it's much easier to do today. Uh, and uh, see, at the end of the day, um, uh, when an employee has three or four, or prospective employee has uh, three or four offers, and yours is one amongst them, uh, the only thing that can actually clinch it for you is really uh, emotional um, uh, equation that you manage to uh, build to the candidate. And uh, somewhere showcase that uh, you will have that candidates back uh, once he or she joins your organization, and you will support uh, them in their success. Mm-hmm. Because uh, uh, for all practical purposes, all the offers from a compensation standpoint may be equal, may be similar, uh, maybe a little different. Yeah. But uh, uh, most of the time, uh, people uh, do give a lot of uh, importance to. Uh, uh, what their future prospects are, how they will be treated in the organization, and all the softer aspects, right? Mm. So, what we've done and that has worked really well is that the pre-onboarding period, that often time between the joining or the offer letter being given as well as the onboarding, is a period which really needs to be uh, handled very sensitively. And uh, if one was to say, try and create a five-star experience around it. Uh, we uh, went to the extent of sending. A bouquet of roses to uh, the you know, new managers' houses, uh, delivered to their family at home uh, around the time of 9 p.m. when everyone is sitting down at dinner, 8:30-9 p.m. Mm. Uh, a taxi comes in, uh, uh, attendant comes in and hands over a bouquet from the uh, uh, functions vice president. Uh, mm. The next day, a call from the senior function head. Uh, uh, I hope uh, everything's fine. You're looked after. Uh, and uh, we are waiting for you to join. On the day of the joining, you send across a car to that individual's home to pick him or her up. And uh, this is an example I'm sharing, which is at least seven to eight years o- uh, old when we didn't have that so-called mm. delivery services and e-commerce mm. uh, uh, wave that we have today. So you can imagine how challenging it was, but we still did it. And uh, it made a huge impact, believe you me. Uh, in terms of uh, dropout ratio, it was negligible. Uh, hmm. The families become part of your uh, joining decision then because when they see that your boss has sent a lovely bouquet of flowers even before seeing you in person, uh, that's uh, what can be a better feeling. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well said. Then uh, does that set the expectations too high for them? Yeah. And then the other uh, competitors can't really uh, uh, match up to that unless they're also equally forward thinking, right? Right, 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 right. Absolutely. Fantastic. Love the session. I have, I think, uh, one more question. We'll, one or two more questions, uh, and then we'll, we'll wind up we'll, uh, unless we have some more questions from the audience. I want to ask you, what are some of the common mistakes that you've seen organizations make that make employees uh, disengaged or uh, disgruntled? For this, we can't. We'll need another one hour, I think, because <laughs> that's a long list. <laughs> from a learning standpoint, yeah, I mean, I think uh, this should be of uh, great value to all our listeners. See, um, uh, I just hinted at it uh, in the last answer, where engagement is not only when your employee uh, uh, is actually in the organization and sitting with you in the floor on the floor. Mm. Uh, the engagement really approach should start from a pre-onboarding standpoint. And even mm. continue once the employee leaves the organization. I think most companies don't follow this approach. Mm. I've seen to the extent where after employees leave, uh, managers will delete their uh, name from their phone book and say, now he's left me, he's no longer <laughs> uh, my uh, you know, well-wisher and so on. It doesn't work that way. 
because you have got to see uh, employee engagement as a very ongoing uh, yeah. uh, engagement even outside of that your uh, uh, employment start and start date mm. secondly is that uh, uh, sometimes in uh, productionizing our employee engagement practices you know uh, and i'm sure you've seen that uh, uh, a lot of large companies actually end up doing this is they define that okay we will do one friday event four events per month and every festival we will do uh, one uh, four hour uh, dance performance on the floor mm. and they productionize it to that extent and make it into excel sheets and trackers which is mm. great in a way but uh, mm. the fact is that then the whole human element somewhere gets lost in that so mm. don't just kind of look at one element of uh, uh, engagement in terms of ensuring that uh, the activities are done or the number of uh, bottles are distributed it has to be uh, heartfelt it has to be uh, with connect and it has to be personalized and mm. of course uh, as i have been saying through and through i think uh, that one size fits all approach uh, which is still prevalent for a lot of organizations uh, is uh, no longer uh, uh, sustainable uh, yeah. today uh, if you are handling or defining a designing a reward program for some engagement activity uh, and maybe i think you are an expert there you will be able to throw more light uh, if the employee can actually choose whether he gets a usb stick or a Uh, sipper or uh, uh, you know hard drive that should yeah. be his or her choice yes rather than saying everyone will just get a racket yeah <laughs> absolutely <laughs> absolutely perfectly said so i have one last question before we can wind this up i want to know if you can think of uh, one instance where your employer or your manager did something at work that truly uh, touched your heart so uh, i think it's uh, an episode in my book which you might have read as well and uh, i think more than uh, an engagement activity in that sense uh, this was when at one of the biggest job fests we had ever done as a recruitment team uh, in the city of guwahati uh, my function had actually asked me to deliver the speech after the vice chancellor delivered his speech mm. and i can tell you honestly that i think as far as employee engagement goes if i was given a survey on that day i would have rated it 100 out of 10 Mm. so a simple thing about uh, recognizing an individual's capability uh, and giving him or her responsibility to do a larger role uh, to uh, do something very uh, prestigious uh, can go a long way in just uh, engaging your team and uh, you know it did for me for sure right right perfect very well answered thank you so much uh, vikas for taking your time off and uh, Uh, I, I really had a great time. It was very educative, very informative, as well as entertaining as your book itself. So, as promised, let's pick uh, three people who had uh, interesting questions to ask, and and I think the the answers are pretty clear there. I I, I would say Hisham's question about resistance of uh, uh, you know how how why employees could offer resistance sometimes and. Uh, there's the question that ravi asked about uh, what happens when you know downsizing i think it was brilliantly answered and i think it was a great question that he brought up and uh, bhaskar joshi asked about uh, you know what somebody can do to increase the probability of candidates uh, taking showing up you know at a job after taking up the offer i think these are the three uh, three questions in my view what, what do you say because can we give the books I'm, to i'm in agreement with you shikant i think happy to share my signed book with them and uh... congratulations to all the winners thank Lovely you thank you so much because and 
thank you everybody in the audience for being so participative and thank you for taking your time off on a friday because we know it's friday evening and you had a hundred other things to do but thank you so much really appreciate the fact that you took uh, 45 minutes out of your day to be a part of uh, uh, this session we really hope you enjoyed it and uh, somebody from our team will get in touch with uh, uh, hisham bhaskar and uh, ravi kumar and reach out to you reach the uh, the gift out to you thank you so much vikas uh, for taking your time off this was really 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 helpful thanks a lot have a fantastic day thank you srikant and thank you offineeds for having me it was a pleasure as always thanks thank you bye bye this podcast is an offineeds.com initiative offineeds is a leading corporate gifting company based in india offineeds specializes in custom made new journey kits offering guaranteed home delivery of corporate gifts setting up and managing official brand stores for companies and gift voucher solutions from 100 plus brands for your company's top performers thank you for listening i hope you got at least one or two ideas to execute in your own company stay tuned for a new employee engagement podcast every week see you soon